0: Our wayward life a podcast about living life a bit differently we're natalie and daniel a married couple from tennessee in 2015 we sold everything we owned moved overseas and we've been living the expat life ever since stick around to hear about our travel experiences both good and bad our expat adventures and everything in between Welcome back to episode number 12. Today we're going to do something a little different today. We have been doing interviews and talking to some very amazing people. Today I just wanted to talk to you about the cons of being an expat, living abroad, being away from your home country, however you want to call it. And the, you know, I'm not trying to discourage anybody from moving abroad because I think it's one of the best things that uh, me and Natalie did. Uh, we've been going from the U S for going on seven years. And like I said, I wouldn't change it for anything in the world. We've had some of the best experiences, but there are some, there are some struggles, you know, being away from your home country, uh, not being near your friends and family. So that, I mean, it's just things that I think people should know, uh, should think about. Um, uh, like one of the, I think one of the hardest things is, is communicating with people back home because, where we are there's uh nine hours difference right now until i think next month or next week uh then we're going to 10 hours difference. so you know it's hard to you know stay in contact and it's hard to remember the time sometimes and uh there's nothing like you know your phone ringing in the middle of the night and you jump up out of bed and you you know kill yourself trying to get to the phone and your friends and family are like oh i thought it was two o'clock in the afternoon there no it's 2 a.m. in the morning so that's one thing that can be you know very difficult Um, but luckily now with you know technology zoom, skype, snapchat, uh, facebook messenger uh, whatsapp and everything it's very easy to you know take a quick little video you know send us a quick text it's very easy to to stay in touch and you know as you're away that or at least for me, as as I'm away, I expect everybody to still be the same it was when I left home, uh, and it's not. You go back home and people's lives keep on going, as long as yours do. You know, as you're away doing your own thing, but you just expect everybody to still be in the same spot, still doing the same thing. But you know, kids grown up, people changed jobs, people got divorces, people got married, people had babies. You know and so you you just got to realize that you that you miss out on a a lot of things that you wish you could be there for now like i said i wouldn't change moving abroad for anything uh like i said we've been gone for seven years me and natalie's been we've been married for almost 14 years been together for damn near 20 and she'll kill me for saying that because it's only like 19 but so i always round up a little bit uh but you've got to you've got to realize that if you're going with a partner, that uh, you've got to really get along with that person. Uh, sometimes, because you're stuck together twenty four seven, especially during this pandemic uh, situation. Me and Natalie spent weeks upon weeks upon weeks just me and her, uh, and yeah, we loved it. We had more fun. We did, you know. We unfortunately had to do some puzzles that she wanted to do, but we played games. We did, you know, home remodeling projects. Of course, we live in a high-rise apartment, so there's not a whole lot of remodeling you can do. But, you know, we did some DIY stuff, and, you know, you you have to realize that if, if you cannot get along with your partner and be willing to be stuck with that person for you know, twenty four hours a day until you make friends or till your job takes off or whatever happens, it could be very stressful and very hard doing it. And it is very stressful and very hard, even if you greatly love spending the time with person with the person. Um, like I said, me and Natalie, we had more fun during lockdown. Uh we, you know, probably drank a little too much because she was only working, you know, like three. I oh, she I think she was working six hours a day, and I worked from home anyway. So we were there, you know, twenty four seven. And uh, you just had to realize that oh, this is not a holiday. We can't just sit around and drink all day. Even though know, you really could, so you just got to learn how to set up your barriers. You know, like you know, this is not everyday life. I can't sit here and have a bottle of wine or three or four, five pints of beer every day just sitting on the couch or sitting on the balcony you've got to realize that everything comes in moderation uh, so you just got to slow down and realize that you know this is still real life we still have jobs we still have to be you know functioning adults and that's a scary word to say for us that we're adults but you just got to learn to, to pace yourself um, another frustrating thing it can be when you move to a different country if they don't speak the same language you do uh, luckily Uh, we speak English, even though mine is with a very Southern draw and I do apologize for that. Uh, it can be very difficult. Like when, if you go to, uh, a restaurant and you try to order something and yeah, they may have an English menu, but the servers, they don't speak English. Um, that can be very difficult. It can be frustrating at times. Uh, what we always try to do is learn just a couple words of you know of their language like hello thank you where's the bathroom uh and just try to speak to them and even if it's wrong they appreciate it uh and we also like to try to you know ask the servers do you speak any english and if they come back with perfectly fluent english you just carry on if it's broken you just make do and you roll on with it uh like I said, we have been some places where we <laughs> we just got laughed at pretty much by the staff because we were the only only Americans or only tourists that have ever been there. Uh, I remember being in one place and the dude came out of the kitchen and he's like, "We've never had an American here," and I was like, "Oh well, now you've got two people from the U.S. here." So you just got to learn to you know to deal with that. Um, Like I said, where we live at in the Middle East, we're very blessed that everything is in English and in Arabic. Uh, Street signs, menus, you know, everything's in both languages. So they make it very easy here to live and not uh, have to know another language. But it can be you do have to end up in some places like getting your vehicle worked on, getting your vehicle serviced. Uh, And a lot of the garages are a lot of the guys don't speak English there. So trying to communicate with them sometimes can be very frustrating. And always, I've never had a bad experience with them. I've got frustrated with them because the the language barrier and not been able to communicate what I needed fixed or what I needed done. And me being a very hands-on person, I'm like, just damn it, just give me the shit and I'll do it myself. But just trying to explain to them, you know, I just need this. It, that that can be a very big struggle. Um, in some places, you know, it, it can be very hard to get, like, your driver's license, to get uh, your cell phones, to get a SIM, um, to get on, on a flat to live in. Find somebody that speaks English well enough to, you know, rent you a place or lease you a place or something like that. It can be very, very difficult uh also like you know at home when we went to like walmart or kroger which are our big uh walmart everybody knows walmarts but kroger's like our big supermarket you go to kroger you can get everything kroger's have a pharmacy in them they have toys i mean you can get anywhere from your aspirin or tylenol to a bicycle pretty much in there so you can just find whatever you want. Here if you want groceries you go to the market and if you want uh, aspirin, Tylenol, something like that you have to go to the pharmacy or the chemist to get it they're not in the same place and which can be very frustrating it's like why can't I just walk in and get it all at once it's just you know a different place. Trying to uh, step out of your comfort zone, especially if you're not like a super outgoing person and stuff like that. And you're here or there in wherever country it is by yourself, trying to uh, make friends, trying to find stuff that you're interesting in. Uh, like I enjoy running. Not everybody enjoy, enjoys that. Uh, so, you know, when we first moved here, I signed up. On, I found some Facebook stuff and uh just went around with some guys and then i think our first or second week here we found a group that is a social running group they have a walking group as well and that's how we made a lot of friends but if you're not willing to put yourself out and join those groups you're going to have a really tough time with facebook instagram to find groups to where you can find something you like or you have so much in common with people uh trying to, um, uh, get yourself in a, uh, a work schedule. Like I said, during the pandemic, you know, Natalie, she, she was working from home just like everybody else was. And it was so easy just to be like, Oh yeah, you know, we can lay in this morning, not get up at our normal times and not worry about, you know, getting coffee going or whatever and I love like 40 pots of coffee in the morning but you know you you change your schedule because you're not having to get up to go to work as early and then it becomes a habit and it's very hard to break those habits because it's like oh well I don't have to be at work until nine o'clock so what do I need to get up at six in the morning for so if you don't keep your routine and keep your habits uh it's very hard to go back to them uh, and it makes... I think it can be very challenging once you try to go back to them and you're trying to be back in a normal routine. You're like, all right, I've got to be up at 530 in the morning. You know, I've got to be out of the house by, you know, 645 at the latest. It's, it's hard to go back to to normal life. And I could only imagine trying to do it, you know, by yourself. Luckily, you know, me and Nat are here and we, You know, we have fun together. We enjoy being together. So it's kind of like, you know, my alarm goes off and then I get up and I do, you know, stuff before she gets up. And before, you know, she walks out the door, she has, you know, her lunches, her coffee, waters, whatever, and she heads out the door. So, you know, just try to make it a little easier on her because I'm stuck here. Well, not stuck here all day. I am in the house generally all day unless I have a meeting somewhere. But, um, you know, it can be. Tough because then I'm here all day by myself. And, you know, when she gets home from work, I'm like, uh, I've been in this house all day looking at a computer. I'm ready to go do something. I'm ready to go outside. I'm ready to go, you know, whatever. And she wants to sit down and relax for a couple hours because she's been at work all day and she's been on her feet. And that can be a challenge as well because we're trying to, like, you know, balance each other out to where it's convenient for her to come home and relax and it's okay for me to be like, all right, I'm bouncing off the walls. I've been in here all day. I got to go do something. And that's one thing I, that I do every day is like midday. I take a break and I go for a run. I'll go run for a couple, or i say a couple hours. I'll go run for an hour or so and then come back and, you know, finish up whatever work I got to do before she gets home. Um, I can work, you know, 40, 50 hours a week, whatever. But once, once it's, you know, quitting time, it's my time. I'm not going to work anymore. Don't send me emails. Don't send me a WhatsApp. This is my time. That's a really big struggle I see with a lot of expats that, you know, we don't know how to shut our brains off, I guess, because it's, because you are thinking there's still a couple more hours in the day. I can still, you know, keep working. But you you have to come to the to the realization that you know i need some downtime. i need to be able to go out you know go for a walk go get a meal somewhere go to a restaurant uh go meet up with some friends and remove yourself from the work environment and like i said in this whole pandemic thing where everybody's been stuck in their house working and it's very hard to separate work from home because it's like, well, I'm working from home, so I'm at home, so I might as well be doing work at at night, just because there's nothing else to do. So it's a very, it can be a very big struggle to figure out, you know, what I need to be doing, when I need to be doing it, and making a routine for yourself. Because I'm the world's worst; I will fall into the habit to where I'll, you know, something will come in in the evenings instead of saying, "Oh yeah, I'll do that in the morning," I'll just jump on it and start doing it then, and before I know it, it's nine thirty, ten o'clock at night, and I've not accomplished half the other stuff I was supposed to do today, like spend time with Natalie, go, you know, for a walk. Um, another thing I think for me or for us, and like I said, I, I talked about, you know, communicating with family, is missing out on stuff at home, uh, missing out on holidays, Uh, birthdays or whatever it is sometimes it can be very tough being away uh, from stuff like that Uh, I have a a nephew his wife is pregnant with their first child and we definitely won't be able to make it back home you know when she's born but you know we'll see her in July so I mean it's just one thing that you've got to you've got to look you know to it's like yeah I really get to go home and see this but I've missed her first four months of being here. So you miss out on a lot because surprisingly, a kid changes a lot in the first three or four months of their lives. So, I mean, it's just one of those things that you just got to, you've got to realize that you won't be there for everything as much as, you, and you've also got to realize that, that you'll get not all people, but a lot of people think, Oh, well, you're just on holiday all the time it's like no we still have to work we still have to you know do our daily you know clean the house whatever uh because they just see what you put on social media or what you send in a picture or uh uh snapchat or whatever they just see the the good parts they don't see you you know cooking dinner cleaning the house you know sweating to death cleaning your balcony if you live here they just say all the good stuff and they're like, oh, well, you're just continuously on holiday. And it's like, no, we, we still, we still have to work. And I'm not going to say it's envy or jealousy or anything like that. They just, you know, always think that you're doing something fun, which we try to do something fun on a daily basis, but they think that, that you're just, you know, always out at a restaurant, out on a bar or on the beach, you know, here it's up in the mountains or out and playing in the great sandbox Uh, but it, it, sometimes it can be very difficult for, for you to, to tell those people that no, we still, we still have a normal life here. We still, you know, work 40, 50 hours a week. And like I said, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's jealousy and I don't want to say it is, but it, it can be difficult for people to realize, yeah, my life still goes on and your life still goes on, but I'm just working in a different place. And another thing you've got to deal with is when you've been an expat and you're living in a different city is once you do make really good friends, and luckily, you know, we've had some amazing friends that we've made here, but you're always saying goodbye. You're saying bye to people on a regular basis because it's transient. I mean, you get people that will be here, you know, for six months. You get people to be here for six, seven, ten years, 20 years. But you're always, always saying bye to people. And it can be very hard to say bye to those people. It's kind of like, all right, I put so much time and effort. And you're still really good friends, even though they don't live in the same place with you anymore. But she's like, you know, I've put so much time, effort, commitment into this, and they've left. It's kind of like, all right, do I want to find somebody else? And not replace them, but do that all over again and then have them leave in six months or a year, or we leave in six months or a year. And that can be very, very challenging. Um, and I'm not going to say it makes you um, put your guard up more when you meet people, but it does make you put up your guard a little bit more when you're trying to get to know people. And uh, it, it's it, like I said, it can be very difficult always, always saying bye to people. And another thing I think is uh, very difficult. Some people don't have this problem. Some people do. A lot of people do. Uh, it's trying to talk friends and family to come see you. Uh, you're like, you know, hey, jump on a plane, you know, come see me. And like I said, from where we were in the U.S., it's eight thousand miles, so it's not it's not an easy way to. There's no easy way to get here. It's not a short flight. It's from where we are and Tennessee to here you're lucky if you can do it in 24 hours uh, which is a really long way but and you're like you know hey won't you just you know come see us bring the kids bring the wife whatever and they're like and I've only been told this a couple of times and it kind of it can piss you off a little bit what you're the one who moved away why don't you come back home it's kind of like well when I come back home yeah we spend a little bit of time together but you know we're not spending all of our time together, so why don't you just come over here? You can have an amazing holiday, and it's like, oh well, maybe we'll maybe we'd rather go to Disneyland in the U.S. And I'm like, really? You've been there 14 times. Why don't you come visit us? And that can be very hard, and it's it's difficult to explain to people. It's like you know, it's it's really neat. And it's really cool to when people do visit to be able to show them, you know, where you live and what you do, how your daily life goes on, uh, your friends, and it's it's hard to explain to them that that you may need a little bit of that. You need some some normalcy from home, I guess, but in your new home, to where you've got your friends, you've got your family that'll come see it. And uh enjoy it with you, and we have been blessed. we've had some friends and family come see us, which is really cool, like I said, it's fun to take people out, but it's really hard when people just build a wall and just bluntly like, "No, you're the one who left, so I'm not going to waste my time or my money to come see you. I'll just wait till you come home, and we can spend time together. It's kind of like you know there should be a, a I guess a balance or a, a trade-off or whatever is like, you know, yeah, I'll come home once a year, but, you know, once every two or three years, you could at least come see us. But sometimes it's very hard to, to get people to do that. Um uh, But like I said, I'm I'm not trying to, to, to make this sound like you shouldn't move abroad, that you shouldn't, you know, take a job wherever. You shouldn't go backpack or you shouldn't take a – an RV or a camper van or whatever and travel wherever you want to. I think everybody should. I think it's one of the greatest things you should do uh, because it, it is some great stuff out there. There's some amazing countries to go see. There's some amazing people. I've never been or we've never been into a country yet where I've not found a super nice person. 90% of the people are, I'd say 95% of the people you meet are willing to help you they're thankful that you're there. And it's really cool to see how welcoming some countries are that you wouldn't think would be that friendly or that welcoming. So, like I said, this is no where, shape, form or fashion saying don't move abroad because, you know, if it, if it's something you want to do, go for it. If it doesn't work, you can always go back home. Your home will always be your home. Uh, now, me and Natalie have no desire anytime soon to go back to home but saying that some people will do it for the experience we've had lots of friends that have came and they'll do it for a year they'll do it for two years they'll sign a year contract once they work their year contract they're like you know hey I can check this off my bucket list I did it I'm going back home which is great and you still have a really good friend they're just back in wherever their home country was whether it's the u.s the uk south africa you know australia new zealand wherever it is they're they're like all right it's it's just time for me to go back home this is just something i wanted to do just to say that i did it and it sucks really bad always have to say goodbye to those people but like i said go out and try it make the best out of it I mean, if you go into it with the best attitude, like this is going to work, we're going to make this work, yeah, there's going to be some tough times, there's going to be some stuff that we struggle with, just know that you can make it through it, and there's Facebook groups, there's Instagram groups, there's uh, uh, Twitter groups, I mean, there's all sorts of groups that you can find that will help you along the way, you can Google Anything about any country you're thinking about moving to are going to spend, you know, a long term like you're saying, all right, I'm going to go there for three months. You can look up and you can find the cities you can find out, you know, if they have uh, a netball group that meets and plays netball or the uh, play, you know, baseball or whatever. You can find somebody that has the same interest in you in a different country whether they be local or they be an expat that's been there for a while that are willing to help you. But just know there is struggles along the way and we will be back very soon with a very positive uh, podcast about living abroad, how much fun it is, how much travel is, how easy it is to travel once you get, you know, away, especially from being from the U S once you get outside of the U S how much easier traveling is from different countries. So I hope y'all enjoyed it. Thank y'all. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you enjoyed the episode, please subscribe, share it on social media, give us a rating and leave a review. These really help us. Follow and connect with us on Instagram at Our Wayward Life and reach out to us with any questions either through social media or email at our WaywardLife at gmail.com. Thanks again and we'll see you next time.